Hello and welcome to ESP Tipcast 130, keeping your training hot, even in the heat. Hey folks, it is July, Tour de France is happening, and if you live in the U.S., you are probably somewhere where it's really, really hot. Uh, right now in Richmond, it's been hovering in the mid to high 90s on most days. We've had some days in the hundreds, and that is really going to sap your training. So what I want to do today is talk about tips on how you can make the most of the training so that you don't slow down. However, before we get there, got a couple uh, really important news and notes. First of all, as this show drops on July 12th, 2018, I want to wish my daughter Kira a very happy birthday. She's turning three and she's awesome. So I don't want to send her birthday wishes even though she doesn't listen. Um, but she has been doing amazing and she's been been riding her strider bike and doing all sorts of really cool stuff. So if you have kids, you know what I'm talking about and I'm not going to spend a lot of time uh, gabbing about it, but uh, today's her birthday, and we're gonna head out over to the uh, Build a Bear uh, store. They've got a special running, and I'm not doing a promo for them, but it is pay your age. So she's three, so it'll be a three dollar bear. So looking forward to that. Also, want to make note that you'll want to listen to the end of the podcast and Make sure you follow us on Twitter because we've got a Rudy Project deal running. It is the Tour de France and all things tour. Uh, we're going to be giving out a discount code for you guys so that you can head on over there and buy all sorts of awesome, awesome gear. Uh, check out the teams that are sponsored by them and just check out all the cool product. And then last but not least, and I will mention this again at the end of the show, folks, but we're gone, uh, at least so to speak. Uh, I am not certain what is going to happen with the tip cast as far as uh, just branding wise. But as of uh, this show and, and really this month, uh, the ESP podcast uh, is going to be phased out. We are bringing on a new podcast, a uh, new brand, and if you follow us on Twitter and on Facebook, you already know what it is, so I'm not going to keep the suspense any longer. Uh, we are moving to the One More Mile uh, podcast, and we're going to be doing a lot of stuff with that. I've got a new co-host, which I am going to be introducing uh, in about a week or so, because we're going to actually be doing our first podcast. We're going to be launching the One More Mile podcast. We've got the new co-host, which you'll meet in another week. Uh, we're going to be doing a show. It's going to be on the Tour de France. But again, I don't want it to be just some other rehash. You know, you've got lots of podcasts out there, some good, some bad, talking about the tour. What we're going to try to do is kind of break down some of the science and technology, kind of what we've always done. And, and I'm going to be talking more about the podcast as we kind of develop things, but at the heart of it, nothing's going to change as far as science-based uh, 
advice and information. But what I've really wanted to do and what ha- hasn't happened over the last few years is I haven't been able to do a lot of podcasts. I haven't been able to, a lot to develop it just because I felt really kind of pigeonholed into one thing. And so what we want to do is, is branch out and be a little bit broader in our podcast scope, sticking with the health, fitness, nutrition ideas, and then again, bringing on not only a co-host, but we're going to be bringing on new guests. Uh, We're going to have contributors to both the blog and the podcast. I had a number of people apply for the co-host spot, and I could only hire one person uh, for free, Um, but could only hire one person, but I, I, I really liked some of the people that applied, and I think they have cool backgrounds, different backgrounds in endurance sport, so we're going to be bringing them on and talking about that. So a lot of stuff happening. We're going to talk more about it next week when we do our first podcast, but I wanted to mention that. But with that, let's flip back over ESP Tipcast 130. Again, we're not sure if we're going to keep the ESP uh, brand for the Tipcast or not, but we are keeping the Tipcast rest assured because I really like doing it and I think it's, it's something that works really well for a lot of people. So with that, it is really hot out, and I'm sure everyone out there has heard all of the same old advice about, well, you know, it's hot out, stay cool, make sure you drink plenty of fluids, but we already know that a lot of that advice is just kind of nonsense. It's, it's outdated. You're not going to drink yourself into coolness. We need real tips, okay? And I struggle just like everybody else. And really, this is the time of year when training can really suffer. So if you've got goals in July and August, a lot of times you're going to see your, your, your fitness dip. And I've always had a hard time coming out of June and I came out of nationals and I had a couple injuries and I got sick. So, so that kind of compounded things, but it's hard to just go back out, get back in the training because it's so damn hot. And so what I want to do is cover some tips that you can do to really help to keep your training going uh, without kind of that, that downward slide. And the first two really go hand in hand. Train early, train often. All right. And the first one is kind of obvious. Obviously, if it's going to be hot outside, you got to get out earlier. I, I had a friend that lived in Tucson and he said that come the summertime, it was a whole other lifestyle. People were up at 4 a.m. They were out there doing their exercise. It was still dark out. But that's what you have to do when the heat is sweltering. So training early is a great option. I've noticed a lot of mornings here in Richmond, if I get out before 7, which uh, can be difficult, but if I get out before 7, it's relatively cool. Once that sun starts to really beam down, you've got to alter your workout, okay? And by alter the workout, it means go slower. You're just going to go slower. So if you have to train later in the day, so this is kind of another tip, if you can't train early and you have to train later in the day, try to match up your workouts. If you're doing a long, slow run or you're doing an endurance ride, it's, it's not a big deal if you're training in the middle of the heat. You know, it's really hot. You're already going to go slow. So that's not the big deal. If you have to do a quality workout, you've got to do your intervals. The fact is you've got to do them uh, when you can run fastest. And that's going to mean training early. Another thing you can do is train often. In this, we, 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 we see from the research on, on really training VO2 max and doing interval training is that uh, one of the things we know is this cumulative effect. So we, we know if you want to improve your VO2 max, 
you have to accumulate about 10 minutes of, of time at VO2 max. And there are a few ways that you can do that. Uh, you know, clearly one of the things that's very difficult is to try to do long intervals at VO2 max. So maybe do shorter intervals with shorter rest periods. But the other thing that you can do is actually split up your interval sessions so that you're not doing maybe one big session once a week. You might do two shorter sessions dur dur during the week. And that way you're actually accumulating that, that, that interval time, you know, getting in that power work, whatever it is, without building up a lot of heat, okay? And then you can't get through your training session. Uh, the next tip is kind of obvious, but I think it's one that a lot of people are not willing to take during the summertime because let's face it, a lot of us, even with Zwift, we don't want to ride indoors, okay? It's summertime, it's sunny, we want to be out, we want to enjoy the weather, but the fact is, is that when it's really, really hot, if you have important training goals, you should probably be indoors where it's air conditioned and you can do the quality work, okay? We're not talking, again, long endurance rides. This is a great time of year to get out and ride outdoors, but if you have to do intervals, do them indoors where it's cooler. If you have to run, even even more important because it's so much harder to cool during running, take it indoors, run on the treadmill, have, have, have the AC blasting, the fan on, and get your quality in. Okay, let's say you got to go outdoors though, all right? You can pre-cool. And there have been lots of tips out there, lots of ways that you, you can do that. But one really nifty trick is to actually eat something cold, like a slushy or uh, you know a popsicle or something, right before your ride or your training run. And that actually seems to work, at least for the short term, if you're run, running a 5K or a 10K trick also works. And we've kind of talked about this in past podcasts, but I'm, I'm just kind of throwing this one out there. Uh, if you have other questions about it, you can email me. But again, eat something really cold, all right? That is going to trick your body, your brain into saying, oh, you're a little bit cooler. You're going to go out. You're going to be able to get some, some, uh, you know, some more quality. And, and if you're doing that tactic, also, stay cool while you're running, okay? You can get an ice sock, and I, I've done this on a couple of runs. You know, you've got a tight shirt on but or, or a jersey. Stuff the ice into the pantyhose, stuff it down your back, okay, and, and wear the ice sock. And I went out on a ride. I actually did some intervals a couple weeks ago, and it was really hot out. I had to get out at midday. And, and I tell you, the first hour of the ride, I actually felt a lot more comfortable. I was able to ride. And if you feel comfortable, you're going to be able to train better. And then finally, if we're talking about nutrition, there are a couple things that we can do. And I think the, the, you know, the obvious one is that we want to hydrate after training. Okay, You definitely want to drink to thirst. If you're really thirsty, drink a lot after training. Don't withhold fluids after training. Okay, But there are a couple other things that a lot of people don't think of. Again, if it's really hot out and it's hot weather and you have to compete in the heat, definitely not the time to cut back on carbs. Okay, We've talked about this on, on previous podcasts. For every gram of carbohydrate that you store, you need three grams of water. Okay, that stored water is water that you will use later on. Okay, you can use that water, that metabolic water on the breakdown of the carbohydrate to actually, to, to, in a sense, stay hydrated. But the other thing you can do is try creatine. 
Okay, and creatine has gotten a bad rap. You, you, you already know if you're, if you're a fan of this podcast, I am a big fan of creatine. The research, it, it, it's there, folks, okay? So I'm not going to argue and I'm not going to try to you know, convince you. The research is there uh, on creatine, very helpful. But what it does is, tr- tr- you know, traditionally we thought, oh, well, you know, you just store more water. Well, that's a good thing, but it's got a bad rap because you know a lot of people say, oh, it causes cramps. Well, there have been several research studies and there was a meta-analysis and review done at the University of Connecticut. One of the main authors was Doug Casa, one of the leading experts in hydration in the world. And what they found is that there is absolutely zero link to creatine in muscle cramping and creatine in, in uh, heat exhaustion or heat stroke or heat illness. In fact, what they found in a number of studies is that creatine may actually uh, help to prevent heat illness and may actually help to improve performance in hot weather during endurance exercise. And it also may actually improve your heat tolerance overall. So a good tip to try. Again, you don't need a lot, three to five grams per day, and that's it. Hey, folks, that is it for TipCast 130. Uh, Again, will not be our last TipCast. Might be our last ESP TipCast, but not our last TipCast. want to remind everybody to tune in next week. We are going to be rolling out the new podcast. We're we're in kind of a, a, a slow kind of transition because I it's just hard to kind of transition this stuff over but uh definitely pay attention we're going to be doing a podcast we're going to have on our new co-host and we're going to have on a guest uh still working out those details but you want to check that out again if you have questions you can still use my current email esppodcast.gmail.com that's esppodcast.gmail.com you can also head on over to www.espanswers.com that will be a, a a good website at least for the next year as we decide what we want to do and we'll be rolling out our new website next week but in honor of our new podcast go one more mile folks just one more mile later <laughs>